Breaks in a session give coaches the opportunity to reflect on their performance, as well as thinking about improvements they can make in the next session. In the beginning, I said I was going to do a whole part whole method and I'm going to play the game, which I did. Let them have the freedom of it, just to discover, because people obviously haven't played rugby. Uh, they did really well there. Didn't have to come in coaching-wise. Then broke it down with the defence and attack, as I said, and I'm finishing off with the game with the whole part whole, and hopefully now they can put the skills they've learned in the defence and attack now into this game, and hopefully I'm going to observe a bit more. You don't get the ball, they get the ball. The experienced coach, I think, would help the athlete or the team to think first of all about what's gone well and what they need to do again and again. Even when people feel very negative, I think it's important for the coach to be reassuring, to be positive, to use praise, to be encouraging. Good communication. Good, well done. Where's the heaven head for? Okay, stop there, everyone in. Reflection on action is what you do after an event, looking at what you've done, how you did it, and how you could do it better or differently in the future. All right, so from your perspective, Harry, what did Tom do really well? His communication was fantastic. His communication, yeah? What was good about it? Always talking to us, nice and clear, yeah. uh, to the point. Okay, so you understood exactly what you were supposed to do. He was talked to right through way throughout, and he was very encouraging, yeah? So you, you were motivated to achieve more. Yes. Okay. Tom and Gavin were talking to the, to the students, um, they were giving Tom the coach feedback, there was lovely interaction about you know, what they'd done, what they'd got from it, what they thought Tom's particular qualities were, it moved on to what might Tom do differently, they were thinking about what they'd got out of it. Um, the whole thing was a lovely example, I think, of looking back, reflection, on action. Okay. If I was the coach of that exact session, what would I change? Why would I change it? And more importantly, by changing things, what do I hope to achieve? Last person, Kerry. I think um, the only thing I would have done is allowed us to have a winning team at the end. <laughs> You'd like to have some team that won, <laughs> yeah? Because yeah? okay. he said the last try wins and we didn't play it out to the end. Okay. That's the only thing, really. Okay. <laughs> I think that, again, reflects Kelly's philosophy that she does want to win in everything yeah. she does. All right. <laughs> but for me, again, three very valid points, mm -hmm. yeah, about what they would change and why they would change it. I think it's very important for everybody to find what's often called a critical friend or critical companion. You know, somebody that you can talk to in an open and honest and supportive way. And sometimes those individuals are called mentors. Sometimes they're called supervisors. Two of the major sort of threads that they picked up upon was, was one, your communication, and the other one was your sort of style and methodology of coaching. Mm -hmm. um, what I'd like to do is sort of delve a little bit deeper into this communication thread to see if we can, we can understand a bit, bit more about why you do certain things and, and how aware you are of your communication skills. So um, I think it was Harry who picked up um, your communication was good. But for me, good is, a, is, a, is, a, is obviously a nice thing, but, but what was good about it? One of the things about the conversation between um, Gavin 
and Tom was that Gavin has this ability to ask questions that are really what I call invitational. They actually invited Tom to say more, to explore his thinking and his feeling. So that's really important to have a relationship like also that. With a lot of, um, of non-rugby players there, I felt I needed to continuously talk to them whilst they were performing, just because of a sense of, sense of achievement for them and motivation to keep them going. Group reflection has many benefits. However, sometimes reflection is best done alone and free from distraction. I think probably reflecting alone is attractive for some people because uh, they like to mull things over, they like to take their time. Perhaps these are people who can think things through and write things down. And of course, not everybody um, can put words to feelings and thoughts. Uh, reflecting alone, um, I would say it gives you time to, to be really, really positive and if you, if you choose to be, it depends on your, your personality, maybe negative, but it gives you the chance to do things which perhaps you'd feel a little bit shy and closed away in front of other people. If you don't create a written account, it's difficult to know where you've come from. It's difficult to know what progress you've made because you can't see a trail. There are no footprints there. So it's really, really, really important to create some kind of record of your learning. Whichever methods individuals use, they are likely to arrive at the same conclusion, that reflecting can develop a person both emotionally and professionally. If we don't reflect, if we don't think about what we've done, if we don't think about the positive things that we can build on and the things that we'd want to change, um, there's a likelihood that we never move forward.